What up, what up, what up? It's your man Anthony, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. This would be episode six, which is episode six of the Spiritual Warfare series, excuse me. And this would be the second part to the lust attack. And earlier we talked about the lust of the flesh in a, in a more sexual um, mentality. This portion is focusing on the lust of the eyes. And um, while I'm at it, I'll do the definition that I came up with. That's triggering why there's two separate episodes. And it says lust is intense or unrestrained sexual craving or an overwhelming desire or craving. So today's episode is going to focus on the overwhelming desire or craving. So lust has has us focus. Lust had excuse me. Lust has us focusing on pleasing oneself. You know, like it's often it often leads to a, doing wrong things sometimes, wrong actions to fulfill one's desires, and no regret to the consequences. So like. We get so stuck on what we see, what we want, and we start doing wrong things to get it. Lust is about possession and greed. So this sort of lust in 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 how we're talking, I mean, it's about what I have and how I want more. The Christian faith is about selflessness and is marked by holy living. So to give a a bit of the difference if we're comparing the two this is saying that the lust of the eyes is about what I can get and how I can get it and how can I, how I can obtain more and the counter is saying that as Christians we're supposed to be selfless and live a holy life um, that being said I'm going to read uh, this first Bible verse and it's 1 John 2.16 And it says, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the father, but are from this world. So to go with what we're saying, the lust of the eyes is those of us who see that brand new bins and that's what we focus on. And we everything we do is to obtain that brand new Benz. Which, let me state, there's nothing wrong with having material items. The, the problem isn't having material items. The problem is the material items having us. So in the, in the instance to which I'm talking about, you see this Benz, you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that one day. <clears throat> I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that. Which in and of itself is a scary thing right there when you say, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in that, people normally will do inhumane things. We have people who sell drugs. We have people who scam people. We have people who sell their body. We have people who, who are doing all kind of immoral things just to get that possession 
And the Benz is just one example of it. I just picked that because I know, you know, growing up, my, uh, a lot of the things that I saw or focuses were about what kind of car you drove. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. As, as you know, if you didn't have a the the brand new ride, or if you didn't have a you know an expensive ride, then you was it was kind of frown you were frowned on. And this was, I mean, my first car was a hoopty, uh, and but it did what it was supposed to do. But in some in in the eyes of some, because my car was a hoopty. I was lower than they were, regardless of if I had more money or if I didn't, I was seen as lower. And that's that's what the lust of the eyes also does. It gets us to start seeing what other people have and one, judging them, condemning them, looking down on them because they don't have something as new or as cool or as fancy as what we have. Or the other part to that is we have people who look at what other people have and they get envious of what that other person has. And now they're, they have these wrong feelings. They're, 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 they're mad, they're jealous, they're, you know, they're, they're to the point of like physically hating someone because they have something that, that, that we don't have. And you know, some people just get stuff, you know what I'm saying? There are people who've worked their tail off to get what they have. And so if they have expensive cars, clothes, a dope house, I mean, they worked hard for that, be they Christian or not. So we shouldn't be looking at what other people have and getting jealous about it and talking bad about them. Oh, well, nah, da, 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 they, they must do this and they must do that. I know of, ooh, excuse me, I know people who, are strictly legit and, and are wealthy. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You know what I'm saying? If if they work hard and they have something, then good for them. We shouldn't be we shouldn't be hating on each other, mad at each other for that. I mean what if this person worked hard to get what they did and all I did was dreamed about what I wanted? but getting no action to that. So how am I mad at someone else when they went and they took the dream and put some action behind it, whereas I just dreamed and now I'm mad at this person. So that, that is, there's one of the biggest problems with the lust of the eyes, you know, it, it, it gets our focus off. And instead of focus on what people are doing, we focus on what they have and how they have what we don't have. But we don't we don't see that they did something we didn't do, or they didn't do something that we did, and that's why they have the nice things that they have. You know, so that's one of the big one of the big issues when we talk about the lust of the eyes. Another thing that it, you know just popped into my head is it's kind of it goes the lust of the eyes kind of go hand in hand with idolatry. You know, if you if you have We'll go back to the car. If you have a car that you treat better than you treat people, that car is your idol. That is idolatry. And now you have placed this car above 
a place of where, where God should be. So there's another reason that idolatry is, I mean, excuse me, why the lust of the eyes is, is harmful for us because it gets us placing things above God. I mean, that's not to, again, take, if you take good care of your stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you, if you have a, your house is tip top, you know, if you're, uh, if you're, um, your car is tip top, all of that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, you know, good for you taking care of your stuff. It's, it's something, uh, you know, people say cleanliness is next to godliness, which isn't in the Bible at all. That's just something that people made up. But in the Bible, there is, you know, there, there's, there's sayings that if you take care of small things, God can trust you to take care of big things. So if you have a whip that's older and it ain't, you know, it's not the brand new top of the line, whoop-de-woo, wham-wham, but you take care of your car, whatever it is, and you keep yours up, then God can trust you with something else. You know what I'm saying? So there is something to be said about taking care of what you have. But that shouldn't be more important than your family, your friends, some random person that you see around, on, on around the corner, your neighbors, you know, most definitely shouldn't be more important than God. So that's, that's one of the huge issues when we talk about um, the lust of the eyes and where we place our attention to. And um, I just, to, to not continue to, you know, to beat a dead horse, I just want to the purpose of these, the, this section of lust is because I myself have had struggles with some of these things that I, you know, I got so focused on whatever the object, you know, in my case, it, in the past has been cars, has been clothes, has been my comic book stuff. All of that, has, there have been times where I have gone over and above trying to scheme and plot and plan to get these things. And once you get to that area, now you have put this as an idol and now you're willing to do whatever it takes, as stated earlier. And I, my, my point in coming on and speaking about this isn't to judge or condemn anyone because as I just said, these are things I have struggled with myself. It's to bring awareness to the fact that, well, you know, there's times that we as people get caught up in the, the materialistic side of things. We get caught up on that house, that job, that car, you know what I'm saying? And for that matter, that person, and we do whatever it takes for these things which create the danger even for a person I mean since I said it people might be like what do you mean that person if you have someone that you want so badly that you're so after that you're willing to do immoral things to get to that person to please that person again it's idolatry and that's that's placing that person above God that's not healthy not to say that you shouldn't I mean 
according to the Bible, you should treat your spouses just as well as you treat yourself. The only person you should treat better than your spouse is God. So that's not to say you shouldn't treat people good. Also, I mean, another verse says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that's, that's not to say that. But what I'm saying is, if you are willing to be conniving, sneaky, to please a person, and if that person if that's what that person wants from you in order for them to, for them to be with you, one, you don't want to be with that person. And two, you gotta be mindful of that look at all the stuff I'm trying to do to get this person's attention. That's some spiritual stuff right there. The stuff, spiritual warfare, that goes back to the spirit of Jezebel. It doesn't just, you know, that, that, that spirit of Jezebel gets in and we start doing all kind of foolish stuff for that person, that car, that house, that money. And I mean, again, we've talked about money in these, in, in these podcasts and the problem, again, isn't money. People say money is the root of all evil. They misquote, they misquote, they misquote. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. So all of the things that we're speaking about right now is, it kind of goes with the spirit of mammon. And um, I, didn't, I didn't plan to talk about this, so I don't have the, the Bible verse. Um, for either of those and um let me see while i'm on here see if i can pull that up for this for the so i can give you some verses so i'm not just throwing out random stuff so second timothy 10 6 is the one that says for the love of money is the root of all evil which while you covet after, they have erred in their faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Again, the love of money is the root of evil. We have to stop with this. Uh, we've got to stop with this misquoting of the Bible that spirit of mammon is what got us with this love of you know the love of money or yes the love of money is the spirit of mammon and I think Luke is, is 624 I believe let me see I'll read that and uh, 624 okay it is this now I'm reading in the NLT so it, this doesn't state, but I'm going to, I'm, I'll read it and then I'll reread it. So, and 624 says, no one can serve two masters for you will either hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Now in the original King James, it says you can't serve both God and mammon. And basically what that is, is mammon is, is, a, is, a, is a spirit behind materialistic, you know, worldly you know people people get greedy they get all the all the stuff the lust of the eyes the greed all the stuff we're talking about that's the spirit of mammon and that spirit is pushing for us to trust mammon over god so 
I trust my job more than I trust God. I trust my car more than I trust God. I trust people more than I trust God. And you know, and that spirit is what we get when we're talking about serving God, not, you know, just serving money, not being caught up into the idolatry of, of materialism. Materialism in and of itself is from the spirit of mammon. And again, that spirit sole purpose is to get us to not believe God, not have faith in God, but have faith in money and what money can do for us. Materials, what they can do for us. So again, money in and of itself can't be evil because money is just an object. It's a piece of, in our society, it's just a piece of paper. Money is a tool to which we use to, to barter. So the tool can't be evil. It's what happens with the tool that makes it evil. A gun is not evil. It's what happens with the gun that makes it evil. A bat, a baseball bat, if used properly, is for a game of baseball. It's, it, it intent was never to hit people with, but the person with the bat in their hands that starts beating people, that changes the tool to a use of evil. So I, I use those to lump in money when we're talking about the, that money is the root of all evil. It is not the root of all evil, the love of money, the spirit of mammon, what you're willing to do to get that money is what makes it the root of all evil. And that in and of itself is that spirit of mammon. And that is why we have, we talk about, I mean, there's songs for the love of money. We got movies that show, that illustrate what happens when people go all out for the almighty dollar. It, do, it doesn't end well for them. We have rich, famous people who are taking their lives. Why? Because money, the love of money, does nothing for us. If we use money the way it's intended and not let money use us, that is how we're going to stay in a place of faith and, and blessed and happiness. And that's, that is what will keep us going forward. You know, that money can't do anything for us. Money, you know, if, you, if you're filthy rich and by yourself, money can only buy you a companion. And you know what I mean when I say buy you a companion. It doesn't, it doesn't buy you a soulmate. It just buys you a someone to, that's around with the money's around. So any, back to my original point. The lust of the eyes will get us in trouble for the reason stated. And here's, here's for us Christians, here's the way out. And I'll end on this Bible verse. And this is Romans 12, 1 through 2. It says, Oh, Oh, sorry. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. And here's, here's the part that you got to hear. Do not copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will which is good and pleasing and perfect. So, in closing, we are in this world, Christians, we operate in this world, but we are not of this world. Don't be conformed to 
the ways of the world because mammon is teaching us to not have faith in God. We need to have faith in God, not the tools to which God has given us to do things in life. We, if we keep them all in perspective, it'll keep us from going down this, this wrong path that will do damage in our lives. So, with that being said, that is it for this two-part series. Um, the next episode is entitled Distractions, and I will have Spence on there with me as we do a uh, another co-host and discussion about this topic. Um, so, I pray that you uh, were blessed by the, the two-part that I just went over with you i pray that you were blessed by what you just heard i pray that your heart is open to hear what it says and i pray it hits fertile ground and it's not you know caged off stony heart and uh thank you uh, for listening love you god bless